0: Welcome to the Patriot Playbook. Today, we are talking to student-athletes from the fall. uh, As we've spoken to many of the coaches over the course of the season, now here's an opportunity to get perspective from the student-athletes who actually live it day in and day out. Um, As always, I am Tim Ginter, the Athletic Director at Germantown Academy, and today I am joined by...
1: Um, I'm Abby Durkin. I'm one of the cross-country captains and a senior this year.
0: And
2: I'm Olivia Cray and I'm a senior on the field hockey team.
0: Well, thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate your time. So one of the things that I've talked about so far with um, all of the head coaches in the fall, it's obviously our busiest season of the year is, you know, what the grind is like, right? So you start before school starts, school starts, you're, you know, you and your teammates are kind of in the swing of things. And then it just it just feels like a little bit of a longer season and then culminates with arguably the most important day, of the year mm-hmm. on campus. So coming into a season now, you, and you've done it for four four years, both of you have done for four years. Yeah. Um, what's the thought process? Like what's your mindset coming in in August? It's hot and you've got to get ready for a season and you want to be successful.
1: Well, for me, I think, That also makes it the best season out of all sports um, because there's so much like excitement around the start of school. Um, You're coming out of the summer. Everybody's ready to train together. It's the first time the freshmen are on the team. So for me, fall has been the most exciting sports season.
2: Yeah, I definitely agree with that because I think in the fall, people have spent all summer, you know, training and getting ready. Or preseason, and we get that week of preseason. I don't think many other sports get the same feeling that we have, where you're at school a week early, you haven't been to campus since the fall, or if you're a freshman, you're new. And I just think that idea of coming in early really creates like a better team culture.
0: So another kind of staple question, as the coaches have come through, it's goal setting. Um, and you know, are you someone that sits down before the season starts and you map it all out and you say, if we do all of these things, we're going to be successful. Or are you someone that allows it to, I would not say, it's not that people don't set goals, but do you have a little bit more of a free flowing? Like, let's see how this plays out. Yeah. Are, are you a big goal setter, yeah, Abby? Well,
1: I know for us, like running is such a hard sport because your goals can be so dictated by time. And I know our coaches emphasize, like, getting past that and, like, making goals based on how you feel, fueling yourselves and teammates. And I think the past two years, we've been really focusing on goals and not just time-based. Like, really thinking about team and, like, having your best season health-wise. And I think it's been, it's paid off. It's great. It's good mindset for the team. It's good culture for the team. And I've enjoyed it, making goals. yeah.
2: Yeah, I think one thing that we've gotten into the habit, too, as a team is after, Before and after every game, we'll set goals that we want to see, you know, culminate throughout the season and develop. You know, not necessarily, you know, we'll say we want to win all of our games because it's not exactly realistic to say that. But to set certain goals where we can see them, you know, play out on the field, I think that has really helped us visualize and see how much our team has grown like throughout the progress of a season. You know, Setting small goals as a team has helped us see mm-hmm. progress, which might not necessarily be seen in a stat book.
1: Mm-hmm. And to add to that too, I think we've also done individual goals, because again, running can be very individualistic, because you're running by yourself, but it's also a team. So we've also done larger team ones and individual ones, um, which are great too, to come together for the big team goals.
0: So something that, I, you know and as you both know i i was the baseball coach for a couple years and one thing that i've always hoped that my seniors thought was in line with when i leave like how will people view me have i left the program better Olivia, is that something that you and the other seniors would you talk and not necessarily in in those words, but is that something that was that resonates with you and your senior, your fellow seniors about like trying to make the program better, you know, and again, not hinging on wins and losses or anything like that, but just generally like our four years here were productive because when we leave fill in the blank.
2: Yeah, I mean, I definitely think all of us coming in as freshmen, we definitely looked up to our seniors and we knew one day that we would be in their place. So I feel like each year as we've gotten closer to that senior status, we've kind of been taking notes from, you know, what did seniors who were here did that was good. Like what do we want to do as seniors? So I think as a group we've all just wanted to make sure we have very positive leadership role over the team, regardless of captain status or playing time. We just wanna make everyone on the team be someone anyone on the team can look up to regardless of you know, like any title we might have, and then like leaving, we want to create that same culture where the girls younger than us feel like they can do the same thing, but also continue on working hard and leaving the leaving the program better than when they started. Mm-hmm. I
1: completely agree, and for us too, I think like I mean there were three seniors on the team this year, and our biggest like goal was to inspire everyone. We had a lot of new runners to the team no matter if you're a scoring runner on the team, we wanted to create an environment that everybody felt like they were important to the team and had a place here running with us and yeah, could enjoy our practices. I think that was our main legacy that we wanted to leave behind. Everybody mattered. Yeah.
0: So when you, when you look back at your four years in the upper school at GA, um, what do you think are some of the first things that will come to mind five years from now, 10 years from now?
1: I mean, the first thing I think about is how awful the Episcopal cross-country course is. We all struggle together on that course. Very specific. That's very specific. It's rough. (laughs) I mean, like, it brings us together. It's a bonding moment. We're all crawling at the end of that course. Um, But I also think about, you probably feel the same way, like the sleepovers we have with our team. We make s'mores together, the Halloween sleepover. It's just so fun. It's such, like, you know, like almost like a sisterhood. It's just so fun.
2: Yeah, honestly, like the same thing with the Piscual. you know, coming in as a <laughs> freshman, we'd play them and, you know, they'd outscore us by a lot, but as we've gotten older and seeing new girls come in and out of the GA team, like the seeing how the score has gotten, like, increasingly closer, you know, we've gone into overtime against them. We've been tied into the last minute, and I just think seeing that growth really helps. And then also, like, the same thing, like, you know, we have our annual Halloween sleepover, <laughs> which we've continued like, past the seniors, like, there's no written rule saying that we have to have it, but we just keep, keep it going every year, and the same thing with senior night, we just, like, since we were freshmen, like, we've taken notes of how, like, how they have in Jordan, how good they were, and then, you know, when we were juniors last year, seeing how we can make it a special day for our seniors, and then the juniors who did it for us, I think it just shows that we all yeah. care about each other.
1: Those little traditions, we'll never forget about.
2: Yeah.
0: So every season, I, I've always said this every season is a bit of a roller coaster ride, right? Even mm. what the seasons that are considered the most successful, there's always a couple of loops, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so let's fast forward, right? It's November 11th, um, which isn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. And on paper, Girls Cross Country is supposed to lose. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? for
1: sure. I mean, we were coming off a rough interact meet. And after that, we worked hard for states, but PC beat us again. I mean, but, like, we were so ambitious going into that race. And our coach was so – she was like, this is realistic. This is a realistic win. Um, We were the underdogs. My brother says, like, hungry dogs run faster. Like, you know, we were really ambitious, and we came together, and our coach was like, it's just time to fight. Um, Let's, you know, like, let's upset them. Let's show them what we have. And I think that was a good motivator.
0: No, it was that was I mean, I didn't see the entire race. Obviously, you're doing a lot of running around that day. (laughs) Um, But I mean, I just remember. And it's one of those things. I feel like every GAPC day has at least one moment. Mm -hmm. If you're lucky, it's multiple moments. (laughs) And this one's no different, right? I can think of a couple different spots. But I, I remember looking at everyone and seeing everyone's face after the win. Oh, and, my God, yeah. And Coach Newbauer was so she was excited.
1: Jumping up and, down. and I'll never forget the PC girls' faces. They were like, <laughs> what just happened? Like, they were so surprised. And we were like, that's what we came to do. We came to show up. And it was great. I was literally jumping and hugging everyone on the team. I ran to my parents. I think it was like, it made the whole day, even though, like, no football, it didn't turn out great. But that made my entire day for sure. Yeah.
0: So let's transition because your experience, Olivia, is even more interesting, (laughs) right? Yeah, definitely. So, and again, we'll call it what it is, right? Like you go into a season with expectations. um, What the fall has the ability to do is not eliminate the season, Mm -hmm. but kind of change a little bit of the narrative, right? So you lose to Penn Charter the first time through, Uh a very, very close game. Yeah and you go in you're down one nothing for the majority of the game. Mm-hmm. We score late, we go into overtime. Give us a put us in your head mm-hmm. a little bit.
2: Well, I feel like from the beginning of the game I was really fired up and I know a lot of the team was because last time we played Penn Charter, you know, we had lost by a very small margin and we kind of went into the game expecting a completely different outcome you know depending how close some of our other games were so I think going into the GAPC day game we were fired up we were ready to win and then when Penn Charter just scored that goal I think it just grew the fire a little bigger especially in me you know I was like I'm not losing again like this is my last senior game I need to win this and so I guess in overtime when you know half the team's off the field it's you know, less people, it's just when I got the ball, I feel like I had the just intention to score. And, you know, we played a really defensive game and we worked well as a team to outlet it. But I feel like at that one point when I got the ball, I just was like, I'm going to run it and get it in the back of the net.
0: So, I, and I wanted—I just want to go back to that one part, right? So mindset is everything, mm-hmm. right? When you're going into overtime, and you know people come off the field, and it's a little bit of a different game, yeah. Like, what are you telling yourself just going into overtime?
2: Well, we haven't had a great history with overtime. You know, we've <laughs> gone into overtime three times, I think, this season, and we lost every single time, and that was definitely, you know, not a great thing. But this was the last high school game I'm ever gonna play, and. I was, like, however tired I feel, however heavy my legs might feel, or if I think I can't run faster, I know I can because, you know, after this it's over, so just leave it all out on the field. Just sprint from defense to offense and back again. I think that was the most important thing that kept me going was that I can keep up this pace, I can run faster because ultimately after when the game's over, like, it's over.
0: So this is a fascinating piece of sports in general, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the winning basket as time expires. It's the touchdown pass as time expires. It's the goal in overtime, right? Mm-hmm. Can can you put into words your thoughts when you score the winning goal on GAPC day <laughs> in overtime, obviously yeah. against Penn Charter?
2: So when I like I obviously just ran the ball, and you know, ever since like freshman year, like our co- coaches have always been like, when you're in the circle, just shoot it. So, you know, I had the ball kind of on the left corner of the circle on my backhand, which isn't, like, the best shot you could take, but I just went for it. And then to see it, like, go in the back of the net, and then everyone just, like, I feel like I froze for a moment in time, and everyone just started running towards me. You know, what? I threw my stick across (laughs) the field. Like, I ran to all my teammates. We started jumping and, like, hugging each other, and everyone was screaming. I think there were most amount of, like, fans at our game that I've ever seen or the most amount of people are watching that I've ever seen. And then all of a sudden I'm I'm on the ground and everyone's (laughs) on top of me. And I'm like, I can't breathe. Like I've just been running my heart out for the past like seven minutes of overtime nonstop and everyone's on top of me. You know, people are running onto the field and then all of a sudden I'm like in the air and then Mm -hmm. I'm on the ground again. And it was just like a crazy rush of emotions. And then afterwards, just like having our coaches run up like our JV coach, like our he- like our head coach our assistant coach, like everyone just like and giving everyone those hugs, it just it made it feel so real. But then also like I was struck with a little bit of sadness because I realized it was my last game ever, but it was the best way to end it.
0: Yeah, it's well, it's funny. Having been through GAPC Day a couple of times now, so mm-hmm. the, me personally, I'm going from event to event to yeah. event, and you're you know you're tweeting, and people in the office yeah. are tweeting and doing different things. Mm-hmm. But on this specific day, like there was still a buzz about the girls' cross country win. Yeah, and so like, and it, you know, obviously, some people know who I am, right? So you're walking around, and they're like, "What's going on? Who's yeah. there? Uh-huh. What are, do you have a score about on water polo?" And I, I said, "Well, uh, field hockey is going to overtime," and you just see mm-hmm. people like overtime, field over hockey, out. and, yeah. it's, not, and well, it's not something that I don't think people equate overtime to field hockey a ton, yeah. you yeah. know what I mean, I it's not,
2: like, <laughs> like in field hockey, there are no ties, so if it goes into overtime, and at the end of that 10 minutes, there's no goal scoring, you go into second overtime, and then shootouts, and I feel like one thing that I heard after was a lot of people didn't know that Um, field hockey overtime is golden goal. You don't play out the time. It's just whoever scores first wins the game. So I think that makes it more exciting than some other games, which people
0: might not know. Sure. Plus they take the players off the field, as you had said earlier, right? Mm -hmm. Which a lot of people probably don't realize. Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, this has been a great conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm just going to finish with this. So let's assume that there's a number of eighth graders out there, whether they're here at GA or they want to come to GA – and we have an opportunity to sell them on the experience of playing sports at Germantown Academy. Um, how would you sell that, Abby?
1: I mean, the first thing I would say is, like, it's such a community. And I love running, and the team has done nothing but foster my love for it even more. Like, it's a, whether you need it for credit, to stay in shape for another sport, or you just love to run. Like, it is such a community. We're all ambitious. Um,
2: it's just, yeah, it's a great community to be a part of.
0: What would you say, Lev?
2: Yeah, I feel like it's definitely the same thing. Like the community feeling among a team besides just the team culture is so much greater. You know, you'll see your teammates in school you might never talk to, and you'll sit down with them at lunch or break, Mm -hmm. you know, have a conversation with them. And I think another thing is everyone's there to lift each other up and, you know, just support one another on and off the field. And I feel like that relationship you create goes so much more than the sport.
0: Well, this has been great. I really appreciate your time. Um, you. And, uh, you know, hopefully we turn this into another uh, winner episode. <laughs> so yes. thank you again and best luck with the rest of your senior years.
3: Thank you. Germantown Academy's community service organization is hosting the 26th annual Jim Fenerty Make-A-Wish Classic on December 15th and 16th in the Griswold Gym. Action starts at 3.30 p.m. on both days with the Patriots playing in the evening. Each night has a $5 admission fee with 100% of the money raised going to children in the Make-A-Wish Foundation. The GA girls tip off at 6.30 p.m. on the 15th against Cape Henlopen with the boys following at 8 p.m. against Shipley. On the 16th, the boys host Perky Omen School at 6.30 with the girls taking on Harriton at 8 p.m. Make sure to come out and support a great cause and to cheer on the Patriots.
0: All right, well, welcome back. Um... We are in the student edition of the Patriot Playbook in our fall wrap-up, and I am sitting with... AJ Towson, a junior at Germantown Academy. I
4: play football and basketball.
0: Thanks for having me.
5: I'm Angie. I am a senior, and I'm a captain of the girls' volleyball team.
0: Great. Well, it's great to have both of you. I really appreciate your time. Um, So, let's just start off with a very, very basic, um, what's great about fall sports?
5: Um, I mean, fall sports, it's the beginning of the year. I think it's a great way to get to know people, especially as an underclassman. I mean, we had two weeks of preseason from nine to four, I want to say. It was pretty intense. But you really get to bond with all your teammates in that time. I mean, I got to know so many people this year, and I'm sure it was like a great experience for all the underclassmen, just having people in the upper school that they know from preseason.
0: Let's be let's be um, nice to Coach Doherty, There was a break. It wasn't yes, four yes. straight throws. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah, we had an hour break in between. Good.
4: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, coming in as a transfer in ninth grade, the summer leading up to football season and the fall season definitely helped build connections. And uh, getting close with their teammates was huge, seeing their faces in the hallways and things like that. And the fall sport, the first thing I really think about is GAPC. If you ask anybody in GA, that's probably their favorite day of the year. So being a part of that and competing
0: in that is awesome. We'll certainly come back to that part. So I want to go specifically into volleyball. First of all, congratulations on an unbelievable season. Interact champions, state champions. Um, it, it really it was, and from the outside looking in, of course, it was an unbelievable ride.
5: Yeah, I mean... It was, like, so amazing to just do all of that. I mean, definitely, like, a great wrap-up to my senior season. Um, but, I mean, we worked so hard for that. I mean, it was really great, like, celebrating with teammates. But you just have to remember, like, all of the practice that we went through. Like, as I said, our pre-seasons were really tough and our practices, too. Um, but I'm, like, super happy with how the season turned out. Super proud of
0: the team. So I want to dig into that just a little bit more. Um, so – Coach Doherty was on, on an earlier episode, and we specifically talked, he and I specifically talked about this, and we talked about it not on the podcast. So I want to take you back in time to last season, mm-hmm. state championship game against Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. You'd gone undefeated in the league, interact champions, yeah, and it didn't go like mm-hmm. everyone was expecting it to go. Coach Doherty said he was unbelievably impressed with the kind of demeanor and thought process of you and your teammates. It was almost like within a week there was this general consensus of, well, yeah, that's not happening again. And you basically did exactly what you said you were going to do.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, after the after that game last year, I just – it was a terrible feeling. I mean – all the seniors on the team, I it was it was really bad. Um I I mean we were very unprepared, I think. Um I mean we definitely we went undefeated in um the regular season, but I think we weren't mentally prepared for that game. I mean, um I had never played in a match like that before in my high school career and um definitely for like the under other underclassmen it was definitely like the same thing. So I remember after the game just talking to some of my teammates on the ride home. Um, we were definitely we definitely knew that next year we wanted to do a lot more training. Um, not only like skills based, but also mental based. And I think um, the addition of Eli, our assistant coach this year was super helpful. Um, he taught us so much about just like mental strength and as like a captain about leadership. So I think um, that was definitely like a big difference in this game. And I mean, having that experience going into the finals this year, I think we were definitely more prepared. I mean, last year personally, I was pretty nervous for um, th- that championship game, but this year just felt like any other game. Um, so I think just the growth and learning from our loss last year, it just, it definitely gave us the fire to want to win even more.
0: That third set was definitely not like any other game that I've ever seen. That was unbelievable. It was, the championship was, the season was awesome. The championship, the state championship was just, it was a phenomenal volleyball game to watch. I don't know if this is something that you think about or not, but you've now all left a legacy.
5: Yeah. I mean, even this season, we talked a lot about legacy. And I guess for me, it's not so much as like, oh, we want to leave a legacy. Like, oh, next year we're going to, win the pace of championships again I think it's more about the team culture that we leave behind and um like even I was thinking a bit about this like during the season like everything I would do from like being the one to set up and take down nets to kind of bring everyone together and stretching together before practice starting practices on time I think all of that and just like setting an example for the junior captains I think is more of what I think legacy is I mean Notre Dame, I think they won nine straight PESA championships. And definitely we want to keep on with the winning legacy. But I think what's more important is just the culture of the team and how building that is part of the legacy that um, me and KP will be leaving behind.
0: AJ, let's talk culture. Let's stay there. Um, Football season. Building culture easier than you would have thought, more difficult than you would have thought, happens naturally where would you go with that?
4: Um, I would say it happens naturally just because of the time we spend together. Where I feel like we're always together. But um, it was definitely easier because I feel like football is just like a brotherhood in general. Um, my seniors who have been before me, Jake Shue, Evan Spivey, Tristan, just to name a few, have been great role models for us. And like she said, to leave that legacy and to have a leader to show us what that legacy is and that culture is, is what they did for us. So, now becoming coming up on my senior season, that's
0: what I want to continue. So s- some team success this year for the football team. Mm-hmm. Um and you know getting to know you a little bit, but a, lo- a lot of players on the team, I would think the great majority are team accolades first, individual accolades second. Yeah. Um but you had one of the great seasons in the history of GA football, right? So I hope everyone has a moment to sit down and be like, listen, these are my goals. It would be nice to be able to do these things. As a wide receiver, you would say receptions, receiving yards, touchdown touchdown passes, and you broke all three this year. Um, So first of all, congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, And second of all, how much do you put into individual kind of goal-setting And, I I mean, I don't know if you would have even thought, like, I'm going to break all three records this year, but how much do you put into the individual goal-setting piece?
4: For the individual um, aspect of it, last year after my season, Tristan was the first one to text me and send these pictures of the all-time list, and he says, you need to break these. Tristan goes, next year you're breaking these records and you need to do it. So as soon as last year, or two seasons ago, I guess now, ended – and I set that goal. I put it in my notes. I said I need to break these records, and I want to win the interac. We didn't win the interac, but I was blessed to break those goals. And um, yeah, just working super hard with my team. They pushed me every day, and they helped me a lot.
0: Can we, can we go back to you real quick, Angie? How big of that process is something that you think about individual goals? Because we'll go back again. It just so happens, right, sitting with, you know, two of the more accomplished athletes of the fall, right? So you go over the 1,000 assist uh, plateau, which, again, congratulations for that. Thank you. I mean, is that something that you think about?
5: Yeah. um, No, I was definitely not thinking about that. I mean, when I was a freshman, Natalie Schilt got her 1,000 kill, and I thought that was super cool. But um, for my season or my career, I wasn't really thinking about that at all. Um, As for like the individual training, I mean, I think individual training is really important, even though it's a team sport. I mean, everyone does their individual part um, to help the team. And I think what's really unique about assists is that it really takes a team effort to get an assist. I mean, you need a pass and then I set, which is the assist, and then you need a kill for it to count as an assist. So I think it's just a testament to like how well our team worked together um just like the strength of the team in general
0: um so again very interesting dynamic you have uh, a player in the football team who's always the last event of GAPC day and then you have a member of the volleyball team who doesn't participate in GAPC day unfortunately <laughs> hopefully someone from Penn Charter is out there listening right now <laughs> please start a girls uh, start a women's volleyball team um so yes, we can you definitely. know it's it's uh it's time, right? It's definitely time. Yes. Um, but let's go back. Uh so I watched the GAPC football game in twenty fourteen, I think. It was on television. And Coach Dents is a classmate of mine and the head coach of Penn Charter uh, worked at the same school that I worked at when I before I came here. Oh really? Um and then just a year later. I'm here. Uh, so it, it's a weird, kind of a, a weird uh, start to finish. Um, fascinated by the day, right? Still, uh, this is nine years for me, and I've been to, I think, eight of the nine. And and then football, like all these events, and you're bouncing around back and forth, back and forth to these different events. And this year, it was a lot of It didn't go the way we wanted it to, but it was a lot of fun. But it ends with football. Can you walk me through what it feels like to walk onto the field, GAPC. You've done it twice now, right? Yeah. Like, and all the other games have ended, and everyone kind of navigate, and uh, uh, gets themselves to the stadium, and this is it. This is the last one.
4: Yeah. I think there's no greater feeling because uh, the history of GAPC is insane. But walking onto that field, I get chills. With my teammates, my brothers, and seeing everybody behind us, just the energy is insane against PC, it's all love, but that's a tradition and that's a rivalry we always want to win. And just being out there, there's nothing else but I would just say chills. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, so let's kind of move this towards towards the end. And uh, like I did with your uh, your two peers earlier in uh, this episode, let's pretend that there's a significant amount of either eighth graders who are thinking about GA, or ninth graders who haven't played a varsity sport and are thinking about maybe staying or trying or doing that, what would be your best piece of advice on why to come to Germantown Academy and play sports?
5: Um, I mean, ever since, from ninth grade, I've seen the volleyball program just grow so much. I mean, this year, like, to the point of having so many people try out that we needed to make cuts. Um, But I would totally encourage anyone to try out a varsity sport I mean I it's just like an incredible feeling of community and camaraderie with um, your teammates and you get to meet people that you probably wouldn't have met like if you weren't on the team I think that's something that definitely was a big factor in our team this year like I met so many people that I wouldn't have known otherwise and it's just like a great introduction to the school I think sports is a big part of GA's culture and it's Um, definitely, like, really celebrated in the school, which I think is really nice. Um, So definitely encourage, like, anyone who's on the fence to join because it's really just, like, a lot of fun.
4: Yeah. AJ? I definitely agree with that. Um, The GA sports are so welcoming to everybody, and there's so many opportunities to create connections, like she said, and you should definitely go out for it. And GA is a great school in
0: general. I love GA.
4: And um, definitely go out for it. I got no words. She said it all.
0: Well, listen, again, I appreciate your time. Congratulations to the both of you on unbelievable seasons individually and to your team success, Angie. And, um, you know, we will kind of wish you farewell, hope you come back often, uh, you know, come June. And, A.J., you have one more season left. So, um, you know, the best of luck moving forward. Thank Thank you. you. Thanks for having us.
3: Gear up like a real fan by checking out Germantown Academy's Team Store. Whether you're a student, parent, alumni, or just a fan of the Patriots, you'll find something you love. Visit sideline.bsnsports.com and search Germantown Academy today and show your support for GA at the next game.
0: All right, welcome back. Uh, We are in the student wrap-up episode of the Patriot Playbook, and right now I'm uh, sitting with...
6: Liz Scheid.
0: And Liz, you played soccer, and you are a?
6: Soccer captain.
0: Soccer captain, senior, and with? Uh, Ajit Baga, um the captain of the golf team. Great. So I've had some of your peers through um, in earlier segments of this episode, and every season has its own kind of vibe, right? Winter, spring, fall. But there's something about the fall um, that just always feels a little bit different. What is it about playing a fall sport, Ajit? That makes fall special.
7: I think it's like kind of like a unique experience because you start off basically in the summer. So it's like super warm out. um, And obviously most of the fall sports are outside. So you get that type of weather. And then as you move further into the October and November, it gets a lot colder. um, So you get to experience all that. And I think coming straight off summer, I think a lot of people are looking forward to the fall sports because it's something that like you end school in June, Over the summer, you're kind of thinking about, like, what are you going to do for the start of the school year? Um, And fall sports is obviously a highlight for most people. Um, And I think that's why, like, it's kind of a different vibe and people, like, really look forward to it.
6: Yeah, I agree. And I especially think that the summer practices throughout the summer, I think it's a great way for especially the freshmen to get to know the team before the school year starts. Because I remember when I was a freshman, I went to the summer trainings. And I, I got to make a lot of friends before joining the team and like I got to meet the upperclassmen and the captains and I got like a sense of the vibe of the team and I also think that JPC day being in the fall is like a huge advantage to playing a fall sport over the winter sports because I know for me like JPC day is my favorite day of the year like the whole school year um it's just super fun to compete and to watch all the other sports too yeah
0: th- th- having JPC day is definitely a uh an added bonus to the fall. There's no doubt about it, but we'll come back to that. Um, so let's, I want to talk a little bit about kind of team goals, individual goals. Um, so G I don't know how often you have kind of taken a step back and like, kind of looked at your career, Mm -hmm. right? So you're on the tail end of your four year high school career. Um, school's 264 years old and you've had one of the great golf careers in the history of the school. Mm -hmm. Has that resonated at all? Like, is that something that you've thought of? Um, You know, do you appreciate it now? Do you like, do you think about it?
7: Yeah. I mean, I think like coming into high school, it's not something I really think about. Like just, I just wanted to get on the team and really play. But I think as I've like gone out and, I think, like, the the end-of-the-year ceremonies is, like, something that, like, I really, like, look back and see what I've done um, in the year past. Um, So, obviously, 10th grade, I had a really good year. I won the state championship. So, looking back at that, that was, like, wow. You know, that was really great. Um, And then, obviously, 11th grade, I played really well. I got the MVP. Looking back, I was, like, that's amazing, right? And it's not something, like, I look at throughout the season because I'm just trying to, like, play my best throughout. Um, And I think at, like, the beginning of the end, it's something that, like, I try to set a goal for myself um to see what I want to accomplish during that season um and then looking back I see like wow I've done a great job or you know that's something I want to do for next year um and I think for me like you know looking back right now I mean it's been amazing just for the team and me personally I think it's it's been a great ride I guess um um and it's something that like I'll always like look back on and be really appreciative like for the time that um I've had being on the golf team here so
0: and I'm not telling you anything you don't know, obviously, yeah. but certainly playing with your peer, uh, your siblings, yeah, was probably pretty cool as well.
7: Yeah, I mean, I haven't heard of any other siblings, um, and especially not, um, obviously, three, two siblings, um, and obviously back-to-back years, and you know, just playing with them, and it's been, it's been really great. You know, i we've grown up playing together all throughout, um, and you know, I know a lot about their games, they know a lot about mine, and to just go out there and play as a team, and you know, we all play at such a high level. Uh, we all obviously get to play on the varsity team. Um, it's really amazing. Um, and I think, like, just it's it's different because we all drive back from the practices. We get to talk and, like, debrief of how it went. Um, and it's not, like, something that, like, a lot of the other players get to do. And it's something that, like, you know, I, I look forward to. And obviously now that I'm leaving and my sister left yet last year, um,
0: I'll obviously, yeah, I'll miss it, yeah. I'll stop short, but I'll wait till we take the headphones off. I'll ask you who the best bag of golfer is. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see for the <laughs> end, yeah. <laughs> um, Liz, same question, you know, very team sport, right? And multiple-year starter, multiple-year captain, and to culminate this year with an all-league selection, you know, you yourself have had a, a pretty good four-year run, if not a great four-year run. Do do you have you spent any time? Do you typically spend any time about like what do I want to accomplish as an individual and what I want to accomplish as a team? Or are you focused like team, 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 and everything else will kind of put it, you know, fall in place?
6: Yeah. So, what Coach Nelson has us do at the beginning of each game is we all go around and we say a goal that we have for ourselves or it could be for the team. But I think I mostly take it game by game and I, set a goal for myself and then at the end of the game I think to myself did I accomplish this goal and if I didn't how can I prove upon my goal for the next game so um just like I just try to take it game by game and then at the end of the year I think back and like think of how my season went and like like you said I feel like I've improved each year of my time at GA and in addition to like my club season like I've continued to just improve as a player and just get better and better
0: So let's jump right back into something you mentioned earlier. Um, Tell me what it is specifically about GAPC that makes it your favorite day of the year.
6: Yeah, I just, I think just the fans being there, um, especially like my junior year, that was like one of my favorite games of all time because it was such an intense game. We came out with the win. It was 4-3. It was a super back and forth game. It was really intense, like, lots of fouls on the field and like the student sections from both teams it was at GA so we had a pretty good student section but so did Penn Charter and they had drums I remember hearing them and just to come out with the win and have everyone storm the field and field hockey was playing on the field next to us so they like came and stormed the field with us and it was just like a great moment.
0: So again, unique to golf in a way, uh, you don't get to participate on JPC day, but you're part of the overall contest. You and the, your fellow golfers, did you talk at all about the significance of being able to go up one, nothing going into Saturday? Cause that was a big deal, you know, to be able to, I'll say in my very small piece of the puzzle, to be able to tweet that out three years in a row, golf wins, and we're up one, nothing. Mm-hmm. Is that something like? did you all feel? Cause you don't get to play on the day, but does that give you that sense of like, we've done our job and we're ready to go?
7: I mean, a hundred percent. Like, you know, the golf team, we always, we always know that we're, we're obviously going to play ahead and, you know, getting the win early, like we've done in the past three years is amazing because if anything, it like sets the tone for the rest of the week. Like we're, we're already ahead one Oh. And I think, getting that sense of satisfaction for the team is really good. And I think for the, for the rest of the teams is also really good. Um, And, you know, just going out and playing and competing with them is always amazing. So we always have a great
0: time. Yeah. Good. Um, Liz, let's imagine that there are a ton of um, middle school kids listening to this podcast. What advice would you give them as far as being involved in athletics at GA or, and specifically playing a fall sport?
6: Um, I would say that if you're on the fence of playing a fall sport, you should absolutely do it because playing a fall sport, especially soccer has been one of like my favorite things about GA. I just love the soccer team specifically, but I think any team at GA just has like a good vibe and it's just so fun. Like we were talking about earlier, JPC day is just so fun to play in or to watch and I think it's just a great opportunity, especially as a new student coming to G.A., to make a lot of friends and to have some friends coming into the school year. And I just think it's just so fun, like, every day to go play with your friends after school. And it's just overall a good time.
0: And what have you been doing in your time since the end of soccer season, besides for rehabbing that unfortunate injury?
6: Yeah, um, I've honestly just (laughs) – I've been thinking about – I've just been reflecting on, like, my time as on the G.A. soccer team, and I'm just so grateful that I was able to be a part of this team. And, like, I've just been kind of sad that it's over, but at the same time I'm just very grateful for my experience, and I'm excited to keep keep track of the team in the future and see how they do next year because I think we're going to be a good team next year. We have a bunch of freshmen that joined, and I know they're going to be, like, rock stars
7: when they're older.
0: Good uh it's same question did you what advice would you give to the to the young kids lo, uh listening at home
7: yeah I mean I would definitely say like getting involved in any sport even if it is a fall it is a spring it is a winter is like a great way for you to not only meet new people but also you have something to look forward to at the end of the school day right you're you're working from uh, eight to three um and just having something to look forward to if it is if it is any sport at all it's it's really amazing and just getting outside and you know, if it is any, like, getting outside playing um, is always great for your body, for for your health. Um, and I think, like, if anyone wants to join a team, just know that, like, everyone's welcoming you. Um, there's no stress at all. There's for most teams, you can't really get cut.
0: And um, I think just playing and you get to meet new people is always really good. So. Great. Well, listen, thank you both so much for your time today. I really appreciate. It's been great talking to you. Congratulations on uh, not quite over yet, but, you know, almost halfway done your senior year. But congratulations on uh, great careers. Uh, a lot of highlights that, you know, I consider myself very fortunate to be able to go out and watch all the student-athletes, um, you know, and, and I get to steward some of that, right, as the new kids come in and get to talk about some of the great performances that I've seen and some of the great athletes that have come through, so um, you know, that's a testament to your hard work. So I appreciate that. So thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you for thank having me. And so that's the conclusion of our fifth episode and final episode of the fall. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening. I want to thank the communications department, spef- specifically Joe Cicchino for all of his work. Um, couldn't have done it without him. Um, he is absolutely the brains behind the operation uh, I hope you stay tuned as we move on to the winter and the winter coaches coming through as well as a special guest before the winter season concludes. I am going to leave that one as a cliffhanger. Thanks for listening and uh, continue to come out and support our athletes.